Well, hello, listeners, and a very special welcome back to the 100th episode of Perry Menopause Power. Lise, we made it. Well, we made it. Can you believe it? To over Just over two years ago, we thought, let's do a podcast, and here we are at our 100th episode. Did you ever think that we'd get there? Um, I did. Yeah, it's incredible, actually. I never really thought about how far we would get with the podcast. I think we were just so driven by the impact and closing that education gap that we've just almost been on, not autopilot, um, but just going through the motions of seeing who can we reach out to, who can we talk to, who can we bring on, what conversations can we have to really just educate everyone across the globe? I'm going to say globe because we go to over 112 countries, I think, which I mean, is just insane, phenomenal. It? It's insane in the most positive way, right? I just, um, it, but what it does show us is that this is a topic that is it's red hot and it's on everyone's lips and minds and whether you want to jump on board and talk about it or keep it more personal, at least we're out there providing that education and thought processes behind what it is all about. Yeah, definitely. And and you're so right that, yes, there are lots of women who love to be vocal about menopause, but there's also a lot of women who do not want to be. And, of course, it's our right to choose around what we want to share. But I hope that through our podcast that we are opening up the conversation and we're normalizing it a little bit more and giving comfort to women that this isn't a time of life to be feared, nor is it a time of life to be shamed or embarrassed about or feel like you're getting old and you're disposable now. It's it's a time of change and it's a transition. And we've always said all along, haven't we, Lise, that when women understand the what and probably most importantly, the why of menopause, Mm. it brings that level of acceptance, hopefully a little bit of comfort, but greater understanding that I now know what it is that I'm experiencing, why I'm experiencing it. Now I can start to look at, okay, what is the support that I need? Yeah, so right. And it it just removes, um, not just, but one of the big things I think, and I know it did for me, just removes that that cloud of not understanding what's going on with my body. And I think, you know, you don't have to talk to anyone about it if you don't want to, but what it's powerful, what's powerful about that is that you can understand and actually move with those changes and, and actually sort of say to yourself, no, I'm, I am feeling this way today, and, um, but that's okay because I know that's something that can happen. I was speaking with a close friend yesterday who's really going through all the feels and she's had a lot of stressful events happen in her life over the last few months and she's on the other side of it now and she's found that she, you know, she hasn't got the energy or um, she's sleeping terribly as well. But it's just we, t- we spoke about it and it was just like, just let it be for a bit. You know, you've had this momentous, stressful time and your body just needs to get back on top of it and you're in menopause. So, you know, there's a real element of being really kind to ourselves as well because I think we feel that we just have to get things fixed, which I get that. I, I work on the same, you know, same um, ideals, but I think we just need to understand, let it be, work through it, and then move on to the next bit. Very great point. And I actually found, and again, the listeners will know that I do love a very powerful <laughs> quote. And I found this one from Mother Teresa, which is, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. That just about gives me uh, goosebumps, I must say, because 
we've often said that you and I alone cannot change the whole trajectory of menopause and the acceptance or change people's mindsets about it, but we can plant that seed. And that's what we've been doing with the podcast and our various work is planting that seed and hopefully casting that seed far and wide that women start to sit up and take notice and also men as well and and everybody across the world takes notice that this is a very powerful time and a real opportune time for women as well. We've spoken many times across a lot of our episodes around it being a portal, a a right Mm. to move into our next phase of our life. And I often call it a bit of a personal development time, which I've always put a bit of disclaimer that I know that's probably the last thing that we're thinking of as we're um, navigating a hot flush or an experience through menopause. But we really do come out of it the other side with greater awareness, greater resilience and appreciation for our body and and dare I say it again we've heard this so many times less fucks (laughs) yes absolutely Nat bang on with that couldn't have explained it any better myself yeah it's uh it's it's funny and it's you know I guess just reflecting on our podcast episodes we've had so many great conversations you and I and it's always been a highlight of each of our weeks just coming together and having a little bit of banter we have lots of great um uh, non-recorded conversations don't we Lise Oh, yeah. If you could be a fly on the wall from Alice's point of view, gee, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Very <laughs> but true. It's true. It's, um, it, um, but the conversation's great. It, it, the taped ones like this too, hopefully, you know, we've been able to help any of our listeners just navigate this whole um, series of changes to our body and also help them understand that our body, you know, it does go through cycles. You know, we've got the pre-puberty, then puberty and our reproductive times, and then we've got perimenopause and then menopause and postmenopause. And it's really, if there's anything that, um, you know, that we really want to pass on to women, it's to understand that they go through, you know, we have so many different cycles in, in our life and it's being accepting of those and really understanding that of what's happening to their bodies and just being prepared or, um, you know, but being prepared for those changes. And I think that's what the podcast has really um, helped provide information on. Very true. And we hope and ensure that that is definitely the case. And if we haven't heard from you, please, by all means, leave us a review or even reach out to us through our website. We'd love to hear how has our podcast changed your perception of menopause or what have you learned about this phase of life? And, and have you taken on any of the strategies or health support that we have spoken about? Um, we'd, we'd love to hear because it really helps to shape the trajectory of future episodes and also um, some of the other work that we're doing as well which is which is really powerful Lise I'm sure trying to pick a favorite episode is probably like trying to pick your favorite child Mm. because I think I've loved all of the episodes but what I really did love in particular was when we introduced the grassroots conversations yes they were great weren't they we really got to the uh well the grassroots of the everyday woman and what they were going through and we uh we're looking to continue that next year aren't we We definitely are. And I think it just, again, brought that real personable touch. I know you and I Mm. have shared our personal stories for where we are at within our body and our life phases. But hearing the stories of women, the struggles, the opportunities, the challenges, the things that they've learned, I hope that they have really resonated with our listeners. And, and, you know, just by uh, the amount of listenership across those episodes, it looks like that it has. But I really loved 
the vulnerability and the rawness of everybody that come onto our podcast to talk about their own experience and talk about their passion for wanting to change uh, and support women within this phase of life. Yeah, and I think um, yeah, bang on. And I think what it's also what it's done too is actually hopefully you know there there could have been even if it was just one listener out there that was going through some similar uh, feels and symptoms, whatever you want to call them, and perhaps they haven't had anyone to talk to or they didn't know which way to turn. Hopefully, the information that our grassroots um, guests have shared has really resonated um, well with them, and it's actually. Um, you know, we, we talk about as coaches, we don't have to do everything, you know, all the changes required all at once, but hopefully it's encouraged them to maybe create a plan and, you know, pick something where they can where they can start and move from there in relation to actually um, uh, fixing, you know, not fixing, but um, helping them navigate the perimenopause journey. Yes, very true. And one thing that we did absolutely want to celebrate for our 100th episode was the power of community. And you and I are very lucky for today, as we're recording our 100th episode, to be joining our community of uh, Thrive Together, uh, the women that we have been bringing together over the last couple of years. We're having a celebratory lunch today. And actually, we're going to be sharing some of their insights around the power of being part of a community and how that has supported them across their life, across their work, across their health. And if I can add one more quote, because why not? It's our 100th episode. Go for it, Nat. And this is from Mark Hyman, who people might know of on Instagram. He's pretty prolific on Instagram. Is What's his background, Lise? Uh, he's a he's a doctor, a yes. functional medicine doctor, and is is a wealth of information. I've been following him for many many years. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I've I've loved following him too, and and learning from him as well. And his quote is: "The power of community to create health is far greater than any physician, clinic, or hospital." So true, isn't it, Nat? Because I think as women and and men probably too, but women they something is wrong. Like something happens, and I don't know about you but I want to get on the phone probably or I want to chat with my sister my mum or my friends in relation to what what the subject matter but we just we want to we want to have that community around us or we love that community around us in which we can actually share what's going on in our minds and it's obviously you know it's something I'd love to see that happens more in the male population because they don't tend to speak as much as what they probably need to but it's it's so powerful that we can actually use that so you know, that quote is so bang on, isn't it? It really is. And really, I feel like as much as we are not connecting with our listeners in, on a basis like this and they're listening to us then probably more than we're listening to them, I feel like we have created a, a community here, the Perry yeah. Menopause Power Podcast community, because we've had women since the very beginning who have been on this experience with us in mm. pulling together this very grassroots, humble real and authentic podcast and I feel like you know I hope and our listeners also do feel like they're part of a community here as well there's this little community every Monday an episode comes out and you share your listening time with us and everybody else who is listening as well and as we come into the end of the year we know that it's a very crazy season we know that menopause can bring with it a lot of loneliness and isolation and we've heard this from the mouths of women that we've worked with and we also know that this time of year can also bring a pang of loneliness and isolation and i guess what we'd love to just 
highlight and inspire you with is reaching out to anyone uh, in your network, in your community. Reach out to us and, you know, fill your cup from a community perspective and, and build that sense of belonging that you're part of something or that you have got people that you can reach out to and, and talk to. And because I think our work has definitely evolved over the last couple of years and, and part of what we want to do is to ensure that no woman is left alone in her health journey through menopause. And I think that's really powerful because there are too many women who are not talking, who are feeling very alone and very isolated. And for those women who are listening, I want you to just take this moment to acknowledge that you are part of this community. We see you as part of this community and we see you and we hear you and you know we hope that once a week listening to us um, talk and banter and have some great conversations really fills your cup and makes you feel that you are part of something much bigger. Mm, I love that, Nat. And if I can flip that a little bit too, for the women that might be listening that may have people in their own community that they feel like might be struggling or, you know, might be having problems and, you know, perhaps they don't know how to bring it up, but maybe, you know, I, you know, are you okay day? Like, you know, ask them, are you okay? Is there something I can help you with? Or I've noticed this and obviously approach it in a, a beautiful way, but also reach out to the people that you, that you have a pretty good idea that, maybe they are struggling through life for whatever reasons. And uh, it's a, an amazing time of the year to be able to lend that hand to help someone and, and get them started. And often it's that first conversation where people can be heard is the most powerful, isn't it? It sure is. And just, again, think about that quote from Mother Teresa, that alone we perhaps cannot change the world, but we can cast a stone that can create ripples. And, and just imagine... Yeah what you opening up could do for women or men in your life and and vice versa and just watch that ripple grow. It's, it's a powerful thought process, isn't it? It really is. It really is. So and we tend to get so busy, as you mentioned before, at this time of the year that we can lose sight of the really important things. And I think I was telling you this year, I'm, I'm really trying to embrace Christmas this year. I do love Christmas, have always, but I've just found the last couple of years or even even more than that, it's just been so busy and it's really dragging yourself to the finish line on Christmas Day and you're utterly exhausted. This year I'm trying to uh, really uh, enjoy it. I've got my Christmas tree up already. That never happens in my household, right? So um, just, you know, maybe look at the things that you might do differently that can bring you joy and and perhaps just lean into it. Don't think about it too much. Just be with that enjoy the season reach out to the people that you feel might need you or just might need to an ear to talk to someone enjoy your family and at the end of the day family and friends is really what life is about and um yeah really want to encourage people to do that as well and can i say have fun i have to say yes have fun so much from our kids and, and younger kids i've obviously got a nine-year-old daughter who is obsessed with elf on the shelf and the christmas tree and she just lights up a room whenever she talks about christmas and santa yeah. and elf and there's so much that we can learn from kids around christmas to just embrace it to just enjoy it and and just have fun and obviously you and i are about to have some fun with i think about 20 women from our thrive together community and we're going to have some quick conversations with a few of them about community and what that what that's done for them um but just just have fun 
let your hair down. Maybe maybe you eat a little bit more uh, Christmas cake or maybe you have that extra gin or be with where you are and just enjoy it and uh, let's not take Don't the- think about it too much, right? Just just enjoy. Yeah, I love that, Nat. Great. It's a great message. Yeah, because we're human after all, right? That's what we always say. We're human. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the last thing you want to do is go through life and regret some of the things that you haven't done. So, yeah, I do love that. It's um, it's just uh, – and it's quite a lovely feeling when you can just be and just really do that <sighs> – you know, it's like that big breath that you just let go. So um, think about what what big breaths can you let go every day leading up from now to Christmas and also through your January break. Natalie and I are taking some much-needed time out over January just to be and really enjoy the time with our family. Hopefully we'll get some great sun and top up our vitamin D levels and do all the things that are really important to us away from the working, work, away from work. Before we head off for some fun, and as I said, we'll bring some fun conversations in a moment, I do want to just say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing your time with us every week to tune into our podcast. We obviously had great aspirations for what this podcast could be, and I absolutely have loved every moment of having the conversations and even editing I'll throw in there as well. But thank you so much. It's It's been an, an audacious goal to have this podcast and all we've ever been driven by was to close that gap in education and feel or make at least one woman feel like she's not dying or there is nothing wrong with her and that she does have options around supporting her health and her well-being and she will get through it. Yeah, love that, Nat. Can't anything add anything else to it and I hope that our listeners uh, enjoy what's to come in some of the uh, the conversations we're about to have with some of these brilliant women um, at lunch today. So good. Thank you, Lisa, as always. It's always, you know, to think that we've done this a 100 times is again phenomenal but very grateful for you in my life and being able to have these conversations oh my god right back at your girlfriend all right well here we are at the Essendon Hotel Lisa we have got a couple of the ladies from our Thrive Together group they're on time Nat they're on time they were early too mm-hmm. yeah I like that <laughs> very excited to uh, reconnect for the final year we've got a very special lunch and As we said in the opening to our podcast, we wanted to have just a really nice conversation about what it's like to be part of a community and really what that can do for us, for our health, for our career, for our livelihoods, the way that we we want to show up and who we want to become. So I've got some very willing participants who wants to dive in first and share in what ways has being part of a community supported the person that you are and the person that you want to be. I'm happy to go first. This is Bron here. Um, As a person who has for whom Melbourne is not my first home. I've been here for nine years. I've had to make friends um, as an as an older woman, which is not easy. So for me, Finding Thrive has been um, a wonderful place. And I looked at a lot of networking groups um, before I settled on, um, on Thrive because I just felt as though this was a group that, um, yeah, was very... Good conversations and I've had opportunities to, I think, really sharpen my focus about what I'm doing amongst a group of really supportive women. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that, Bron. And for our listeners, they might recognise Bron's voice who has been on our podcast before. (laughs) And you're so right. We have had so many wonderful 
raw, vulnerable conversations. And essentially, we came together as Thrive, as business women, to support each other in business, but also in health as well. And I don't think we could have ever imagined the conversations that we have had over the year. Who wants to jump in next and share some thoughts? Hi, everyone. My name is Lee, and um, I am a sole trader with my husband in the own automotive workshop. So in a male-dominated uh, arena, it's uh, a little bit light on the female support in the workshop, although we are making changes in that way. But um, we also, you know, just being on our, my own in the workshop with all these men, I just found finding a community like Thrive has been fantastic to get out there and have great conversations, as Bron said, um, and really intelligent conversations and, you know, about your wellness and also about business as well. So that's why it really attracted me to both the wellness and the business side of things. So I find it fantastic and I'm very grateful to all of you for being here and um, and really, I guess, loving each other and being kind to each other and supporting each other. So, yeah, that's all from me. Kylie here. Um, just, I think for me, it's more about um, that I am um, also a sole trader, but I am very isolated. I don't have a team. I don't go to a team. Um, we've since created a team since, uh, I guess, joining um, Thrive. The business has grown and we now have a team and a, and a regular um, sort of, uh, I guess, community at work. But now it's sort of more uh, that these are more deeper conversations and more honest conversations. And then I guess um, a lot of the, the community at Thrive different participants that offer a different value so you know there's different specialists in the group and I think just constantly having that community a little bit like what Bronwyn said if you're a little bit older you're newer to an area or a suburb it's harder to find friends so it's sort of just having that familiar face um, and then especially for me in the community you're walking around and you can kind of you know have that that common um, ground it's definitely for me. Hi, Bianca here. Um, I think that having a community like Thrive for me has really, as somebody who tries to really live in service and I feel like contribution is really important, I've actually found that the more you give, the more you get. And having a community like Thrive has felt like it was a really genuine friendship and not something that felt really like networky or inauthentic. Um, and I'm just very grateful. I think this is my second year at Thrive and I, I couldn't be more grateful for these wonderful women. Thank you. Thank you. I love that so much. And maybe just one final question. Obviously, our podcast is really supporting women going through quite a transitional phase of life, which is perimenopause and menopause. And, of course, that can be rolled out into other transitional phases as well across our life but one of the things that comes up a lot for women during this time is that feeling of loneliness and isolation and again that could be transcended across a lot of our life phases what piece of advice might you have for someone who might be considering joining a community as you mentioned Bron uh, it is tricky as we get older I think to make friends and trying to find that commonality but what's one piece of advice that either of you might give to women who might be listening to take that plunge and join a community or finding that group that they can connect with and, and, and get to know. I was just thinking finding a, um, a group to belong to is a bit like um, online dating. You, you just, you've just got to keep trying. There's lots of, um, lots of frogs out there that you've got to kiss before you find your prince. <laughs> I think I found my princesses here. But no, I think it is that it's that sense of if this is something that you want, keep trying because your group is there, you may not find it the first time around, but there are groups that you can be part of. Just keep trying. 
Lee again. Um, yeah, just finding your people. You know, that's what I tell my teenage daughters is that they need to find their people. And if you can get out there and, as Bron said, try as many groups as you can until you find the correct group for you, um, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's a sports group, maybe it's a business group, maybe it's a health group. Um, it doesn't matter what sort of group it is, but uh, just being connected is really important because there's, there's no reason that anyone in this um, in Australia needs to be lonely because there are people out there that are willing to, to help and be there for you. Um, so, yeah, that's what's beautiful about Thrive and this group. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think... Um... For me, it's about, I guess, the the connections that we've made here. And I think just turning up with no expectations, like just stripping back from if someone's going to talk to me, someone's not going to talk to me. I know that it comes with a certain level of confidence to do that. But when there's smiling people in the room, that no one's going to ever leave you standing there. And, um, yeah, turn up. I think you just got to turn up. And something I tell my daughters as well, and I think that's the only message we have. Uh, I think the one really quick thing that I would say is 80% of the hard work is turning up. So if you continue to show up and be authentic and just give it a go, you'll find your people. I love that. Thank you so much, ladies, for showing up. Obviously, uh might have put you on the spot here a little bit, but thank you so much for just contributing those beautiful words and wise words. And I'm sure, no doubt, that um, a lot of that will resonate with a lot of our listeners across the world who are listening. But thank you so much. Let's get into our lunch and festivities. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.